In this episode of the Financial and Lifestyle Freedom Podcast, I'm going to show you how to get real results in your business by conquering the chaos. Hi there, my name is Annette Ferguson. I am CEO of Annette & Co, UK-based accounting firm. I'm a chartered accountant, certified profit-first professional and business growth strategist. And if you're like most business owners and entrepreneurs, you're probably feeling a little bit of chaos in your business. Well, you are not alone. Most businesses go through cycles of chaos and order. The question is, how do you make the most of it? Well, in this episode, I'm going to show you how to get real results in your business by conquering the chaos. So do make sure that you stay tuned. And step number one, stop trying to do everything yourself and delegate tasks to other people. We have all been there before. You're trying to juggle a million different tasks and it feels like the whole world is crashing down around you. This is what we like to call chaos, but chaos does not have to be your norm. There are ways to conquer it and take back control of your business. One of the best ways to do this is to stop trying to do everything yourself. Delegating tasks to others and learning to let go of the need to control every aspect is key. This can be a difficult task, but it's one that is essential for maintaining your sanity. In addition, try to focus on one task at a time and break large projects down into smaller goals. By taking small steps, you'll be less likely to feel overwhelmed and more likely to achieve success. And it doesn't just include delegating tasks in your business. This might spill over into delegating tasks in your house as well. Because when our brains are jammed full of both home and business stuff, it can get extra chaotic in there. So perhaps you can delegate some things to other members of your household as well to free up some of your brain power. And number two, set some boundaries with your time, your clients, any team members and family members. If your life feels like one big juggling act, it's time to set some boundaries. After all, you can't be everything to everyone all the time. Here are a few ways to bring order to that chaos. Set office hours and stick to them. Let your clients know when you're available and when you're not. If necessary, hire someone to help with after-hours calls or emergencies. But many, many businesses do not have emergencies. Take my business for one. There really are not accounting emergencies that exist. And it may be the same for your business as well. Next, this is particularly relevant if, like me, you are an 80s child or previous to that. And for me, that is investing in a good planner and using it religiously. I still hang on to my paper planner and I find it massively, massively useful. I schedule everything in there from personal appointments to work deadlines and family events. I also write my to-dos in there as well. This can help you stay on top of commitments and avoid overbooking yourself. Of course, I also have an electronic calendar and that is linked to our booking system, but other than the day-to-day nitty-gritties, everything else goes into my planner and I find it massively helpful for avoiding chaos. 
Next, say no when you need to. This is probably the hardest boundary to set, but it's also the most important. You cannot possibly do everything that's asked of you. So learn to politely decline when you're already stretched too thin. By setting some limits, you'll find that you have more time and energy for the things that are truly important to you. The third thing is implementing systems and processes to streamline your work and track your progress. Trying to get work done can sometimes feel like swimming upstream, but it doesn't have to be that way. By implementing systems and processes, you can streamline your work and even enjoy a sense of accomplishment as you check items off your list. And streamlining your work and setting systems and processes is not just for people who have big teams. This is just as important if you are a solopreneur as well. You don't want to be reinventing the wheel every time you do something. It may sound daunting, but getting organized in this way can actually be quite simple. Start by taking inventory of the chaos. What tasks need to be done? What deadlines are looming? Once you have a clear picture of what needs to be done, you can begin to create systems that will help you get it all done. Don't try to do too much at once. Start with one task or one area of your business and create a process that will help accomplish it. Soon enough, you'll find the orderliness isn't so daunting after all, and you may even come to enjoy the process. Number four, create a plan and stick to it. Have you ever found yourself snowed under with work, feeling like you're constantly playing catch up? If you're running your own business, it can be too easy to let things slip through the cracks, but there is a way to regain control and conquer that chaos by creating a plan and sticking to it. Start by taking a big picture view of your business and setting some goals. Then break down into smaller, more manageable tasks. You can also see our previous podcast episode for more details on exactly how to do this. But once you have a plan in place, commit to following it. This means setting aside time each week to work on your goals and being proactive about staying on track. I'm not saying that it's easy, but if you stick to your plan, you will start to see results and And it feels pretty good too. Number five, take time for yourself every day, even if it's just 10 minutes. This is something that I am notoriously terrible at, but I really am trying to get better. Because as an entrepreneur, it's easy to get caught up in the day-to-day chaos of running a business. From putting out fires to meeting deadlines, there's always something that needs our attention. However, it is important to remember that you cannot pour from an empty cup. In order to be the best possible version of yourself for your business, you need to take time for yourself every day, even, like I said, if it's just 10 minutes. Whether you use that time to meditate, take a walk, or just sit in silence, taking a break will help you recharge and come back with fresh eyes. It may seem like there's no time for any self-care when you run a business, but trust me, making time for yourself is an investment that will pay off in the long run. Number six, celebrate your success and, of course, learn from your failures. Anyone who's ever run a business knows that it's a lot of work. There's always something that needs to be done and it can be easy to get bogged down in the day-to-day grind. However, it is important to set step back and celebrate your successes, lest you end up feeling like you are constantly running on a hamster wheel. 
That's not to say that you should just ignore your failures though. After all, they provide valuable lessons that can help you avoid making the same mistakes in the future. But at the end of the day, it's your successes that will keep you motivated and moving forward. So take a moment to reflect on what you've accomplished. Relish in your hard-earned victories and use them to fuel conquering the chaos in your business. And finally, number seven, staying positive and not giving up. As an entrepreneur, we face many challenges. Some days it may feel like the universe is conspiring against us. You'll make mistakes, lose customers, and have to sometimes work longer hours than you would like. It's easy to get overwhelmed and wonder if you're cut out for it. But it's in these moments of doubt that it's important to remember why you started your business in the first place. Behind every successful entrepreneur is a story of resilience and perseverance. So when things get tough, stay positive and keep moving forward. Remember that the only way to conquer chaos ultimately is to embrace it. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. We really do hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you want to continue learning about all things business and financial and lifestyle freedom, then do make sure you subscribe to this podcast. And if you like what you heard, we would massively appreciate it if you could leave us a review in iTunes, which I think is called Apple Podcasts nowadays, or whichever podcast player you happen to be listening in. And we'll speak soon. Take care.